0: and then
1: I'm going to suck your fucking dick.
2: Alright, and welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Radio Network. I like, it. I got all sexy with it that time. No jingle this time. So don't don't give me that look. You know, all our listeners are out there, they're thinking, is Kimber alone? Because we <laughs> don't hear shit. Who the fuck is she talking to? She's going she's losing her goddamn
0: talks.
2: So anyway, folks, if you were living under a rock and you didn't know your ass from a hole in the ground, I am the living legend herself, Kimber, motherfucking Haven. And I am here to entertain you with my wisdom and my knowledge.
3: That's I, entertaining.
2: I, I, I don't want to use the button too much. So and I'll and you know, you I
3: actually week. thought we were getting away from that shit today.
1: What? You know what she, you
3: she looked at me and was like, "And who?" And then she went back. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> what? 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 What are you talking about? I'm lost. Oh. Aren't you always? No. Sometimes I know where I am. So who's who's the one over there talking shit? Why don't you introduce yourself, little Miss Shit Talker?
3: I'm Miss Lexus Steele.
2: Little Miss Shit Talker is what you are with your little pink headphones on. You jelly. You need little ears on them or something.
3: Are you jealous?
2: <clears throat> I just think that, you know, pink girly girly is not your not your style, bro.
3: Why not? Uh, I'm
2: being, uh, I got a pink drink, too. <laughs> so who do we got working the production booth? Well, the one that I know, I I feel like I can't see anything. Got
1: got these giant ass Wendy lashes on my face. You guys
2: window shades. (laughs) Oh, but I'm Raven rocks.
1: Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bugging me so much. I can't even remember my own name.
2: That's Raven the production boo
1: Uh, who has some hella lashes today. Yeah,
3: you feeling the wind from that? (laughs)
2: well if either of you you two get warm
1: just let me know and i'll blink at you yeah it's
2: like mothra (laughs) see uh lexus doesn't really get that because she's never watched mothra
3: you know what i did watch
2: oh with raven Uh? (laughs) it was yeah yeah yeah. we gotta we gotta talk about it was okay well let me do a setup first okay Okay, before you go into it so i'm sitting there my my own business in the library Alexis gets home, she sits down, and I'm like, so, oh. how was your night with Raven? And she looked at me and said, well, we watched a really weird porno movie.
1: I told her that I had never seen it, and if it sucked, we didn't have to watch it. So now, now you did continue. Here's the thing.
3: It's an R-rated porno, so it's soft porn, but... It was the weirdest movie I have ever seen in my life.
2: Okay, what was this movie called? Well,
1: see, I originally thought, well, it's got to be pretty good because I i don't even know. I think I just looked up, you know, the best movies to watch that are streaming right now. <laughs> and this one popped up. And I'm looking at it. And it's produced by, what's his name? Uh, the Dino De Laurentis.
2: Oh, God, that's not saying it's <laughs> of any quality.
1: The the director is the same director from Dune. A bunch of the original, a bunch of the characters <laughs> from the original Dune were on it. Uh, but so was Dennis Hopper. He's got to be so embarrassed. He was also a <laughs> Super Mario brother. <laughs> he's
3: got to be so embarrassed about so this. So I'm like,
1: I'm watching it, and I'm like, or I'm watching the trailer, and I'm like, this is weird as hell. But it might be one of those movies uh, that works okay. because it's
2: so weird. So we now know how you learned about this weird movie. Because it was suggested to you on the internet yeah. as being a good movie. And it had Dennis Hopper. The and internet you, lied. You thought Dennis Hopper couldn't possibly be in a shit storm because you totally forgot about <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. So, well. okay.
3: At least it was a kid's movie.
2: Yeah, that, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know what kids would enjoy about it. But, I mean, okay. in
3: this movie, he was uh... a... <laughs>
2: Okay, tell a- me about blue velvet. Okay. What's the plot of blue velvet?
3: So there's this singer who's fucking nuts. She's completely oh my crazy. Oh
2: god she is. Okay, what um, makes her nuts?
3: Well, let me explain. There's a lot of things that makes her nuts. <laughs> so it starts out with this guy, he comes home from college, right? Okay. And he's walking through some field for some reason to go see his father in the hospital.
2: And That's he finds his way to the hospital?
3: Apparently. Okay. In the '80s, it was. So then he's walking through this field, and he finds an amputated ear.
2: Yeah, that hap- that happens. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah he, but instead of calling the police, some, he yeah. picks
3: it up and puts it in a bag and takes it with him.
2: Well, I mean, how often does it happen? <laughs> he's like, a, he's like, like I'm going to show thing. this to the cops.
3: Well, there you go. You you got to have a momento, Memento. So, <laughs> so then, for some reason, they think it's this girl, the singer. Who's involved. So he starts staking her out and he breaks into her apartment and he's hiding in the closet. Okay. about this part. He's hiding in the closet, watching her through the slats of the closet. And then he knocks down a hanger. Okay. So she knows somebody's in there. She grabs a knife and she makes him get undressed because he watched her undress. And then she gets mad and she nicks him in the face. Okay, then she (laughs) she proceeds to basically start raping him. And then for some reason, um, oh, then Dennis Hopper comes in and he's an angry rapist. He beats the fuck out of her and rapes her and then he leaves.
1: Tells her the whole time. Don't look at me. Don't you fucking look at me. I mean, like, like evil. She's not doing anything. She's just walking around looking at stuff, and your dogs don't like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll that that that'll happen. She needs to sit the fuck down. She needs to sit her little fucking ADD ass down. Well, there's a chair right there. <laughs> it's like, sit the fuck down. Dogs are going, it, it. okay, guys, we have Honey Rains in the studio, who's going to be jumping on later. But she's walking around pacing because she's got nothing to do right now. And she's very ADD. So she's pacing. The dogs are going fucking nuts. (laughs) Because she can't simmer down. Okay. So
1: this guy, after she lets him leave, decides he needs to go back because he needs to see her. Now, this dude in the movie has a girlfriend. It's not your dog. (sighs) Honey! (laughs) Close the door then.
2: Yeah, Raven's going to put her boot in your ass. If you don't stop playing with the fucking dog, sit down and just chill. Fuck.
1: So he keeps fucking going back. It's, It's like the... You see that relationship that just doesn't work out and you don't even know why they're together. That's what it was, because they had nothing in common other than they were both uh, okay, just fucking crazy. I, I
2: still don't know what the plot is.
1: There was no plot. Yeah.
3: Because I, you're wait, telling you, me you these never even events. find out who that you belong
2: to. <laughs> you just tell me these random events, but they I don't That's understand That's the what's movie. Going
1: on. <laughs> he keeps going back to her. Dennis Hopper finds out, because I guess he was leaving her apartment, and yeah. Dennis Hopper was coming in. So then Dennis Hopper and his gangster cronies grab both of them, and then they just start driving around the town doing crazy fucking psycho shit. And then, uh, was he going to kill him?
2: He threatened to. <laughs> you Do you two even know what the fuck no. you're talking about?
1: No, we don't. The whole time we were watching the movie, we were like, we don't get what the fuck is going on. But I kept telling her, I was like, you can, you can, we can end it and we can watch some." See, I gave her a choice. I said, you can watch Blue Velvet, which is a movie I've never seen, have no idea whether it's good or not, or we can go for a tried and true one that she's never seen, and we could watch Reservoir Dogs.
2: And you should have gone with Reservoir Dogs. She, yeah, like, she was like, let's we watch The that Velvet. Was, that's a good movie.
3: We, we should have. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> that's a Quentin hey. Tarantino movie. Yeah, that's the only I Quentin Tarantino her, movie I, I haven't gave seen. I
1: her a choice. I didn't pick. But here's
3: the thing. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to watch the whole movie because I had to leave. So I was like, well, we'll go with the shitty movie.
1: Hey, at least I didn't have you watch The New Barbarians.
0: Oh, my God. That (laughs) one was... (laughs) Okay,
2: that's another thing. That's another thing. Wait, 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 wait. Now, I'm going to tell you to her credit, to Lexus's credit, she said that you wanted her to watch this movie as one of those uh, discuss it on the air things. So she actually did...
1: I tried. tried. I tried. Watch she it. told me she tried. She
2: was in the bedroom, and every time I would walk into the bedroom, she would go the fuck off about the movie. How stupid! I did too. And how asinine this was. Well,
1: when I was telling her about it, I literally said, this movie, and, and I don't say this much, because if a movie sucks, I'll turn it off and go do something else.
3: Because it's but, a waste of two hours. But
1: this movie, I was like, this movie is so fucking bad. <laughs> I can't stop watching it. First part of the show, or first part of the movie, they're racing around in what looks like 70s cars that have had all the bodywork ripped off <laughs> and like angled pieces of metal to make it look. Future
3: and a big fan that's supposed to decapitate you. <laughs> yes, and a spear,
1: a spear <laughs> that sticks out of the front of the car that nobody can escape because the guy is so good at driving the car.
2: So it's kind of like Literally, a swordfish.
1: The first ten minutes of me watching this, what I said after after he stabbed the guy with his car spear, cut. I.
3: I <laughs> the worst part is he's chasing this guy down with his car. And they're this guy's running by a, pa- a bunch of dunes, and he doesn't jump behind the fucking dune where the car can't go. I'm like, Ugh.
1: the first thing I thought, you see these shitty fucking Wish dot com Mad Max cars racing around, and then they get to where the people who are trying to survive are, and it's totally a Wish dot com yeah. base from Mad Max. Yeah, it's when just- was
2: this? The barb the new barbarian oh, in the eighties. It was
1: made in nineteen eighty three, but 80s. it supposedly took place in two thousand nineteen. Okay.
2: Oh,
3: and the <laughs> demise of the world was books.
2: Books. Books. Oh, it <laughs> the gets better. Must have wrote, written <laughs> it That's better. what I said.
3: There's really? a, <laughs> exactly what I said. Oh, okay. There's a
1: group of men who call themselves the Templars, whose life goal and life duty is to erase the the human population off of the earth but in the beginning of the movie they're talking about this and i'm like if you if you remove everybody you guys are still here well come to find out the templars are gay so they will never have children so once all the if the templars are able to Uh, to kill everyone
2: once i didn't get that far once. She's trying to explain this. It like it, it it makes sense.
1: Okay, at one point in time, they catch the hero. So
2: their way is this the guy that drives his car and yeah. people with the spear. No, no, he that's the bad guy. Oh, okay.
1: But to to torture him, they put him in this rig. That that like makes him bend over at the waist with his legs straight up, and the guy's got this knife. So I'm thinking they're gonna jab him in the back. They sliced his fucking pants, and then had a rated R anal rape scene right in the movie. Uh, okay,
3: it was the eighties. That was that was totally down.
2: <laughs> you know what made the, the fact that you wanted her to watch this barbarian, the new Barbarians movie, w- whatever this sci fi piece of garbage was, was. Oh, it was horrible. Was that to Lexus's credit? And I gotta say, I got a pretty cool fucking wife. She's pretty fucking cool. There's there's a lot of ways she's cool, but sometimes even after 24 years together, she surprised me with how cool she is. So the other day, she, she tells me that she's watching Star Wars. Now, Lexus has only watched the Star Wars films like 20 years ago. And, and if you knew Lexus, she only watched it once. And if you know Lexus... If she watched a movie and it's been more than 10 years and she hasn't watched that movie, it's deleted from her brain forever. Mm -hmm. She has no recollection of that film. Unless it's a movie she watches over and over and over. If it's not a movie she hasn't watched for 10 years. Well, I'm the same. She can't tell you. Oh, excuse me. I'm
1: the same way. Like,
2: she can tell you about the gladiator scene that made her uncomfortable. But she can't really tell you about the scene. She just can tell you it made her uncomfortable and had to do with incest. But she can't tell you anything else about it because it's gone. And the whole film is gone. I guarantee she doesn't remember fucking shit about Gladiator. Nope. Not a goddamn thing. It literally is like a raven. It's this weird phenomenon. If it's been like 10 years and she hasn't watched the film, it completely deletes. And she can watch that film again and be amazed at it for the first time. It's fucking freaky. I'm the same way. She literally has no recollection of the hey, film at all. I,
1: I actually love Straight Outta Compton the second time I saw it.
2: <laughs> so, so this was what I, why I thought she was cool. She tells me, because I've been building my Star Wars office, she knows I'm very into Star Wars. She, she tells me she started watching Star Wars, and she did it for me. She Aww. wants to share in that love. And, and And she's like, well, if my spouse is so into this, and uh, this is such a passion for him, then I should see what it's all about and check it out myself and see if I can share in this with her. And I didn't tell her to watch it or anything. She just went out and started watching it where she could share in my interests. I just thought it was the coolest fuck. How many wives do that shit? How, how many guys would be like crazy about Mad Max? So the wife goes out and starts watching the Mad Max. Movies. I was
1: married to my ex for 20 years. I owned my Mustang for about 15 of that. And I was a very avid car show person. And she never went to one car show.
2: I, I just think it's not only sweet, but cool as hell that she wanted to share my interest. And I was working so hard in my Star Wars office. She's like, you know, maybe I should, you know, get into this too, where I can share in this. So anyway, she started watching Star Wars. And it blew her away because she has no recollection of it. I don't. (laughs) I don't. And this movie was made in 1977. 77. So how far are you now? Just the first one? I just watched the first one. I have to wait.
3: I have to wait to watch the second one when I'm with her.
2: Every costume, every prop, everything, it all holds up. It It does. It does, Compared
3: to the the 1983
2: movie. Yeah. I was going to tell you what made the Barbarians was worse is because she had started watching Star Wars. So and that was made 10 years before your movie. And then she started watching yours, and she's like, what the fuck? I never claimed
1: that that movie was anything but horrible, though. And what's
3: funnier, what's the funniest thing to me is what they think people look like in 2019. The
0: hairdos... The, the shoulder pad? F- the
3: fucking beards, like this guy. <laughs> he no- they notched out his beard, like big
2: arrows. Oh, like uh, fucking Vanilla Ice did it.
3: Yeah, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> You remember uh,
2: fucking uh, shoulder pads in the eighties? Everybody had huge ones. Oh my god! Uh, oh yes, like Frankenstein. Yes,
1: even the Warriors had shoulder pads, and they were yeah. massive.
2: We all looked like fucking Frankenstein in the eighties. We we're like, fireback fire back! You know what? I always, huge. I
3: always hated shoulder pads. I always took them out.
2: I always did too. Yeah, they were weird.
1: Because <laughs> they're <laughs> in the what? The mid nineties, early to mid nineties, they started putting shoulder pads, and even men's. Like blazers.
2: But, and and black, I completely agree, Han did shoot first. <laughs> it was a big conspiracy. Yes, I know. I know. Because fucking George Lucas went back and re-edited it because he didn't think it was family friendly. And we're like, that's oh. part of who Han Solo is. He's a piece of shit.
1: So shooting someone after you've been shot at is family friendly. But shooting that. somebody first, that's okay. a, a bridge too far.
2: The, Actually, George Lucas has spoken about this. He was contacted by mothers, concerned mothers, after they saw the movie. Oh, the Jesus. Re- yes, the reason he re-edited uh, it is because, Han, because the mother said that Han Solo was depicted as a hero that their kids looked up to. However, he did not kill Greedo in self-defense. He flat-out murdered him before while Greedo was talking. He just cheap-shot him and murdered him in cold blood. And so... George Lucas went back and re-edited it where it looks like Han only shoots him in self-defense because Greedo shoots first and misses him over his shoulder and then he retaliates. When in actuality- if you're
3: looking to Star Wars to raise your fucking kids, there's an issue.
2: Exactly. So, yeah, uh, I, I agree with M Black. So, but anyway, she's watching Star Wars and she's absolutely mystified because can you imagine, you know, you see all this CGI garbage that we are spoon fed nowadays where it just looks like it's obvious. People are just standing in front of a big fucking green screen. Cause it just looks so bad. Like the new Ant-Man movie is just obvious. So she's looking at all these physical sets and all these fucking location shots on Tatooine. where fucking R2D2 is going through the fucking canyons and all these costumes. And she's just fucking mystified at.
3: Uh, well, and a lot of a large part of it too, is now that I've I've directed.
2: Or the double I, sun.
3: Yeah. The double moon. Now that I've directed, I'm like, I see movies differently. I'm like, okay, now why did he decide on this for that shot?
2: It was actually a double sun. Uh, you were seeing sunset because Tatooine's so hot and arid because it has two suns. Oh. And you were seeing the sunset of the double suns. I thought it was just such a cinematic shot. It was. And even the canyon shots, everything is just amazing to just watch. And so much that your favorite Star Wars moment, I told her, I told her flat out, we have to share this together. I said, you have to wait because she finished the first one. I said, have you started watching Empire Strikes Back? (laughs) And she said, no. And I said, do not watch it without me. I have to watch the first part of that movie with you.
0: Can you imagine?
2: She's going to see that for the first time. That is so. The weird. Battle of Hoth. Yeah, never seen it. Because i I've,
1: I've literally grown up like idolizing that scene yeah, of the I movie.
2: Mean, <laughs> it's and can you imagine being someone seeing it for the first time? It, it's just going to be so amazing for her. I figured we'd do it here in the movie theater, and she would get to watch the Battle of Hoth. What's until- sad
1: as I'm, so fucking old that I actually saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, I, I I told her I says you can't watch the second one, you can't even start it because it starts so epic. Uh oh, I want to be part of it.
1: So David, the PR guy I was telling you about earlier, he's in live chat. He says, "Honey has never seen Star Wars."
2: Yeah, but she's over
1: here being all quiet. Th-
2: these these youngins, these youngins, they have no <laughs> appreciation of cinema, true art. Oh. That's because all the new shit is crap. You don't know what you're missing, honey. You're missing man-eating teddy bears. Star Wars. It's just been a while. How about oh, Return I mean, of the Jedi? Did you watch Return of the Jedi? Yes, I did. Uh, did you like the man-eating teddy bears?
1: You know I what I tried to know. get her. Parts of it. That you that know what I tried to get her to watch that's last that. night? Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs>
2: That's a great movie. Nicolas Cage is the shit. And I told her, I was like, he doesn't say a single word through this whole thing. So this, this David is the, the guy you're talking about as guest, right? Yes. And he's the PR rabbi conservative. Yes. What else is he?
1: I don't know, honey. What else is he? Yeah.
2: Because honey's been dropping the dime on you, David, talking talking uh, mad stuff about you, telling us all about you. What are you talking about? Don't but she does that. Know? Don't feel bad, David. She drops dimes on people left and fucking right, trust ah. me. <laughs> Bitch dropped a dime on me. So I, I know from experience, she'll drop a dime on you. <laughs> she, she'll drop a dime on you, heartbeat, bro. <laughs> Uh, Annie hasn't reached that age where she learns to keep her fucking mouth shut yet. No,
1: wait, shit. Filters. And
2: not on your photos. (laughs) Okay. Lexus, I have a question, and it's tailor-made for you because I'm really interested in your answer. Oh, God. And and Raven, I'm going to name two names that are just going to get a wonderful reaction from her. So I want you Uh. to tell me... (laughs) Who you think is more punchable? I'm going to give you two names. You can only punch one, but you can punch them as hard as you want in the fucking face. Who is more punchable? Bill Maher? Or Dennis Miller?
3: Dennis Miller. I don't know why. I can't <laughs> fucking, fucking stand that team.
2: Dennis Miller. I mean, uh, it's, it's so bad that if he comes on the TV... You can, you'll look over and you'll see her face. She gets angry. The she, old, oh, she hates him with every, the old
3: Saturday Night Live. Oh God, a fucking old oh, can't stand his ass. Yeah,
2: right, babe. Yeah. Oh. Okay, babe. Huh? Okay, babe. Yeah, like you some Dennis Miller. No.
1: He's, uh, he's the one that did your song, isn't he?
2: See, David says Bill Maher. Bill Maher has a punch in the face coming. I mean, he's had it coming for a long time. He, I mean, if I could, if oh, I could get away I'm with it, I would choose else. both. Now, now, our Mr. Conservative in the audience, which is hilarious because he obviously has never listened to this fucking show. <laughs> uh, well, there's a lot of fucking conservatives <laughs> that love to punch in the face. But Bill Maher, I, I don't know why. Uh, you know, he is like everything that Republicans think Democrats are. That's what Bill Maher is. They don't realize that we hate Bill Maher too. He <laughs> yes. is. We fucking cannot stand that motherfucker, Democrat or not. He's a fucking piece of human garbage. He's a judgmental, pompous piece of shit. Yep. He looks down his, his fucking nose at everybody, and he thinks he's so fucking righteous. He is just an awful, garbage human being. We're getting no
1: sound. Everybody is chiming in in chat saying there's no t- sound, but we're streaming. Should I, uh, should I click off of it and start it again? Yes, I am. I, I'm. I'm not even gonna look at you two. That there, I reconnected. Hopefully that fixes it. We're uh, still uh, uh, we're still streaming, okay. but everybody's chiming in in live chat <laughs> that they've lost audio.
2: Well, wh- is, is it going to tell you when we're connected? Or we it, it, no, it says it, we're it streaming. It,
1: w- it was connected the whole time. What I did is I stopped it and started it again, hoping it'll. Yeah, fix,
3: Jay Glass said he
1: didn't lose audio. Oh, wonderful! So that means <laughs> they lost audio anyway.
2: Yeah. What the What the fuck?
1: This has happened many times before, and one of the fixes we've used is to stop streaming and start it again. Uh, that's why I uh, did
2: that. Okay. Do people hear us now? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. it's it's not uncommon for us, for one person to pop up in chat and say they lost audio, because M. Black does it all the fucking well, time. But I saw like three or four people that said they lost audio. Well, so. Trey
2: says the problem is every once in a while you got to refresh. Well, that's not cool. On their end. Because uh, uh, Tennessee Big Dick. Day- ooh, <laughs> how you doing it? How you doing Tennessee big dick? He just says uh, that he signed back in. You know,
3: there might be a new link that you need to put on the which web page. So oh, well, every once in a while, they refresh
1: the link, which could need, be causing the issue. I would need that from Brian, though. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I, I I found this video I wanted to share before Lexus left the show because it's fucking Wait, so but insane. Where
1: is where's your your state laws? Oh, I do have them. Oh, okay. I, do yours and no, then, no, no,
0: no, no.
2: No,
1: I just she's been doing her state weird state laws every week. So Oh, we got a state law?
3: Yeah. Um
1: Who, who is it this week? Cuz you said you were skipping ones that had shitty ones.
3: Yeah. Let me look back cuz we did California last week. Um we'll do Colora- Colorado. Car dealerships may not show cars on Sunday.
2: What? Car what? Car dealers. Cannot show cars on Sunday because God doesn't buy cars on Sunday? Because of the Sabbath. Oh, because God is not into that. He wants you to fucking look like an asshole and rub ashes on your head. All fucking week and look like a jerk off when you go on interviews. It's, it's on one day. The news. It's one day. Oh, is it one day? Yeah. All I know is I was watching news programs and people coming on with this thing on their head. I'm like, that's, you that's, look like a that's jerk off.
3: That's why it's called Ash Wednesday.
2: Oh, you got to do the cult <gasps> ritual. My mom
1: is finally quitting smoking because she's giving up smoking for Lent. Oh, whatever.
2: <laughs> fucking cult rituals. Let them practice their little cult-like rituals
3: um let's see it is legal to bring your horse or pack mule above the
2: ground floor of any building
1: above the ground floor
2: i I can see where that would be needed though (laughs) i wouldn't want a pack mule above me if i had a two-story place i would want a law in place that said hey you can't take your burrow upstairs i i think that's a safety hazard i think that would cause more devastation than trains it is, It
3: is unlawful to lend your vacuum cleaner to your next door neighbor.
2: What the hell? I'm okay, that's <laughs> another that's another law I agree with. I think it should be unlawful to lend your neighbor anything. <laughs> that way, it would prevent your neighbors from coming over and asking to borrow your fucking tools or anything else, because then you could say, "I would, I would, Bob, I would. I'd give you my weed eater and harpy, but it's against the law. I'm sorry. About okay, the
3: next one we would be fined for. All right, it. it's illegal to mistreat rats.
1: Aw. mistreat them how?
3: Well, I killed those little fuckers. What? We didn't have rats, so we had mice. Oh, rats
1: caught, are so yeah, sweet. Yeah, I caught one the other day. Rats are so sweet.
0: Of course, you, have you a do. have a pet
2: everything. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you only had as much money as you had pets, you'd be doing great. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) You'd be living high on life.
3: Here's another one. I don't know why they have such a thing about rats. It's illegal to mistreat rats in Denver.
1: So it's okay to mistreat rats anywhere else but Denver? Yeah. That's stupid.
3: It's illegal to let dandelion grow within city limits.
1: What? <laughs> Who's going to keep them from growing? Those bastards come up everywhere.
2: Yeah, everyone's commenting on Honey's fucking goddamn zoo she lives with.
1: Um, and <laughs> cats
3: may not run loose without having being fit with the taillight.
2: Well, how, how, okay, well, first of all, I think that they made that law... For the sheer humor in watching somebody try to attach a light (laughs) to their cat and you better pray it's declawed because I guarantee that 90% of the cats you tried that shit was just fucking went off and kicked your ass.
1: I'm just picturing you're taking a late night walk. And you know, <laughs>
2: you, you see d- tail lights. Yeah, you're looking
1: around. You see tail lights up in the tree. You see and, tail
2: lights on the roof. And if I was walking down the street and I saw a cat and he was just he was just looking up at me he had a tail light, I'd be like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Humans suck. Because you know he'd be giving you that face, like, look what they fucking made me do, man. They fucking tied a fucking light to my like hand putting thing. clothes on your pet. It's like I have no dignity. <laughs> they took away my dignity. They made me shit in a box. They tied t- light to my fucking tail i agree with him black what cats are jerks cats are jerks fucking hate cats so i wanted to tell you a little bit about uh teenage girl depression and i want Lexis here because something happened that's so unbelievable that i have to play a video just to prove it's real uh because just when you didn't think the good old Republicans could get any, any more comically fucking ignorant and evil. So let me tell you some stats here. In teenagers, 29% of male teenagers struggle with depression. Here's the problem. 57% of female teenagers
0: struggle mm-hmm. with depression. Now they're I
2: wonder trying, why. They're trying to figure out Oh, well, 57% struggle with depression. The other 43% are popular. But anyway, (laughs) uh, the teen girls that struggle with depression, they were asking asking Fox News on what they think was the cause of teenage girl depression. Now, I want to play you this video because I'm going to tell you what they said was the cause of teenage girl depression around our country and why it's so goddamn high. And I'm going to play the video to prove that they that, that I'm not lying and making this shit up. Because this is... Okay. They said <laughs> that the reason oh. 57% of teen girls are depressed is because trans people are using their bathrooms. Oh, my God. My God. I fucking, they blame teenage girl depression on trans people. Now, here, here you go. And there here.
3: seems to be no sign of intelligent life oh.
2: anywhere. Yeah. I was about to play a video and you, you played something. <laughs> I won't be able to play it. Fuck!
1: I can play it.
2: Huh? Send it to me. Yeah, the 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 fucking... <laughs> my fucking headphones are fucking attached.
3: Oh, send it to her. What, the video? Yeah. All
2: right, it's just the first part of it. But uh, it, they, they actually state that um, the reason that so many teen girls are depressed is because they have seen boys walk into their bathrooms and use a bathroom pretending to be girls how many fucking teenagers female teenagers have ever even met a trans person
0: 67% right. oh, okay, okay. hold of
1: on sorry as soon as i pulled it up it started playing yeah let me know when you're ready i'm ready
0: Girls experience persistent
4: feelings of sadness or hopelessness, the highest level reported over yeah. the past decade, and nearly doubled. So, they're compared asking to boys, two Florida moms they think from the group. Reason.
1: Oh, I didn't know if you yeah, wanted keep to keep going. going. I was going to stop while you talk. Keisha
4: King and Laura Zork join us now. Yeah, what they think start out, and you this, think they're Keisha, making a good point. but An interesting point that you thought that a lot of the narcissism and sort of the me me that the culture and social media is feeding might be playing into why our girls are so sad. Absolutely. They are surrounded and inundated with messages that don't really support who they
3: naturally are. They have, you know, they're they're little girls trying to grow up and then there's biological boys who are going into their bathrooms and bathing their spaces. They're being inundated with ideas that don't, affirm really who they are they're saying no who you really truly
0: are that's not really good enough and I believe that the public I don't go (laughs) I don't go in
2: the bathroom
1: to take a piss to be affirmed
2: no that's okay you don't have to play the rest because I I got the point across that this is actually aired on news so it's
3: not the fact that the media makes them into sexual objects that or to look like you know that they're supposed to look like a fucking Barbie doll that makes them depressed It's the fact that trans people are going into the bathroom that listen, here's the thing. If you ask any guy how good looking he thinks he is, he's always going to say he's just as good looking as he is or better looking because guys don't have to worry about this shit. You go onto the news media and you see articles about men and it's talking about their work ethic and it's talking about, you know, all this stuff they've accomplished what does it say about females? Selma Hayek looks great at 52 in a fucking bikini. When that's you, what it okay, says. Okay,
2: because you seem very passionate about this. When you were a teenage girl, were you depressed?
3: <sighs> yes. Yes, I was. Okay. It well, wasn't because boys were coming into my bathroom. It was because boys, a boy was doing something to me that he wasn't supposed to be doing.
2: Oh, that's not good. <laughs> boys be doing that. Boys need to stop be doing that. Stop diddling people that and don't want And, you know, to
3: them. here's the thing is that boys, you know, when they do something like that, oh, it's just boys being boys. It's just boys being boys. Don't worry. He didn't mean anything by it.
0: Mm-hmm. No.
2: Oh, oh, fuck. You turned Raven into a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's right. <laughs> no,
1: it's just... We have been on both sides. So we have been on the side where you've been said, you know, well, he's a boy. He's going to be that way. And then, you know, we've been on the female side where we're expected to be attractive, but not attractive enough that it causes a man to to feel attracted. Yes.
3: To be distracted because that's (laughs) our job to keep them fucking focused. But I did see another article, another video okay. that was going off about trans State
2: people. day class says, preach, Lexus, preach. <laughs> Get on your soapbox. Hallelujah.
3: I did watch this other, art, or, this other video about trans people. And it was saying how people who are trans will never understand what it's like for a woman. They'll never know what it's like to be fearful I'm like,
1: bullshit. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> there's a reason I will not film with people unless Kimber has already f- more. I vet them to see if they're going to show up. She vets them to make sure they're not going to try to murder me. It's exactly
3: what I said. So there's, I mean, it, you know.
2: <sighs> Last well, thug they showed up to shoot with me, sit your fucking ass down there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> fucking piss me off. Coming in here. That's not the one that called
1: off last week, was it? No. Okay.
2: Now the uh, one that called off on our shoes is Total Sweetie. Okay. He's a big, sweet teddy bear with a gigantic dick. Honey would love this dick. <laughs> this is dick that Honey's been looking for. <laughs>
0: this
2: guy's got a big old... His dick is longer than mine and bigger around. A lot bigger around. Honey, the meat puppet. Fucking. We need to get this going. Honey, the meat puppet. It'd be like honey being fisted. She doesn't know what a meat puppet is. Of course she doesn't. She's a young baby. (laughs) She's a baby. So, Lexus. Yes. So, before you leave, what do you think about Madonna's new look? Oh, my God. (laughs) I didn't know that was
1: Madonna when oh
0: I first saw the picture. You know,
3: I saw this meme the other day. It cracked me the fuck up. You remember that old movie Mask with Cher?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: you are an <laughs> asshole! No, that's
3: the meme I saw. It says, "It says Cher and Madonna," and it's the guy from the Mask. <laughs> And I was like, that's some fucked up shit, man, but it's funny.
2: Oh, my God. I saw it. I'm like, ah, what, what are they doing with Madonna? Why? You know,
1: this is going to sound mean. But the first thing I thought when I saw that picture of her, I was like, oh, Madonna seeing Wendy's uh, plastic surgeon. And,
2: and do you notice that she's trying to act like a 20s hip top cop yes. girl? Yes. You know what it's cracks me up? Sad.
3: Right before the radio show. She said, we don't talk shit about anybody. She's been throwing Wendy under the bus since we fucking well, started.
1: Wendy's a given.
2: <laughs> Wendy's a given. I, I didn't say that. I did say I talk shit about everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm on everybody's shit list. More now, thanks to honey. Does that person really matter? No. Yeah, does it look like it's keeping me up at night? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't fucking care. Do you would think that with the way I am on the radio, I am perfectly fine and aware that, that a lot of people hate me. You know, I hope that plastic surgeon did that for free. Um, I don't know what bothers me more. And I'll tell you. That, I'll tell you Is she still British? <laughs> yeah, that was the face. <laughs> Guy Ritchie, she had to fit in. So, but here's, here's the thing. I don't know what bothers me more. Her face... Or the fact that this geriatric old lady keeps pretending to be a 20s hip-hop girl. And she cannot act her fucking age. She's completely undignified. It's sad. It's fucking sad not only to see her try to remain attractive and try to remain a sex symbol. And then keep trying to be cool and hip and you know with it. I loved...
1: Up until like a year or so ago, wearing slutty clothes. I I love wearing the slutty clothes out in public. I didn't care. Now, though, (laughs) unlike Madonna, I have gotten to a point where I'm like, it's okay if I'm doing it in in a video, but if I'm out in public, I... I don't necessarily need to look like an old lady, but I'm not looking like I'm 20 either.
2: If Madonna can pull it off and she's got a banging body, even though she looks like beef jerky. Nobody
3: can pull that face off. Uh, Nobody.
2: I'm just saying, if she can pull it off, I don't mind the clothes. What I mind is a fucking 60-year-old woman wearing grills. What I mind is her fucking look like she's trying to be goddamn Fergie when she's 70 years old. It's fucking pathetic, and it's like, stop wearing fucking grills. Stop trying to be relevant and cool. You are a fucking geriatric bitch. You you are old as dirt. It's over for you.
3: Fergie doesn't even act like Fergie anymore.
2: Yeah, it's over (laughs) for her, too. All she had to do was piss herself. It was all over. I mean, you know... Of all the things that get canceled, hey,
3: over. when you gotta go, you gotta go.
2: <laughs> What'd you get canceled for? I pissed myself all all over myself on stage, just live on stage. I just let it rip, pissed all over my pants, and I was wearing really light tan pants, so you just fucking saw this huge fucking piss stain roll. It's gross. That's why, it's my, true though. That's what happened? That's why she was fucking scene is not cool anymore because she pissed herself all over stage in front of a huge stadium full of people and she was wearing these super light beige right. khakis. I gotta go just, guys. See you next Cena week. You just see piss running down her leg. Bye Alexis. I mean it would be like you know you being a famous guy like Kanye West and then shitting yourself on stage live on stage where shit just runs out of your leg. <laughs> how, do you, how do you come back from that? <laughs> There's no coming back from that. Hey, hey, hey! Get your little fucking uh, porn star and trainee ass over there. Come on, little porn star. Let her go all slow and shit. We're gonna get her on,
1: and she's gonna go. Come on, little whore and training. She hasn't she hasn't stopped talking. Put on the cute little pink headset, whore and training. She hasn't stopped talking since she got to my house. Now we're gonna sit her down
2: here, and we're gonna get. Hey, yeah. A little Miss Personality now, right? She's, a, she's afraid of the mic. So everybody, if you didn't know, this is Honey Rains. Hi. She is our baby girl. She's a uh, sweet little 25. And she is uh, BGM's only genetic girl.
4: No, there's one other. She just doesn't play anymore.
2: Who? Who's What's the that? other one?
0: It won't, Jasmine. It
2: won't stop. Oh, yeah. Well, she's more like an associate. She's not really a BGM girl. She's shot with us, but she's more like an associate. We consider you more BGM. Uh, uh well, before you start ratting me out to everybody. One person. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I see not even on the radar. I see where your loyalty's like. One person. it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, I I I think I've talked shit about her on the radio. I don't know. Maybe. I think he did. Yeah, I don't, I'm not real shy about it. So. so, I was talking about I was talking to my uh, sugar daddy, and he I, I he's very old. He's very old. <laughs> he's a very old man. It's kind of like an Anna Nicole Smith uh, situation where he's uh, an older man that likes the company of young women, but it's not really a sexual thing. So I talk to him twice a week. I do two cam shows with him a week. And it's mostly just Uh. talking about life. And he's a very interesting man. And he has money because he's been, he went to Woodstock. He was a tour manager of uh, Dio. Dio was one of the people he was a tour manager of, along with Prince and everything. So he, he has some money. So I asked him because he's so old. I said, okay, because the world has gone to shit. I said, in your lifetime, I said, since I've been alive, I've seen the world shift worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's getting worse and everything's getting worse. I said, you have seen twice as much as I have. What have you witnessed over your long lifetime? I says, you've come from an age where none of this was a problem to an age where everything is a problem. What has changed? And this old man put things in perspective for me and blew my mind. The wisdom, he says, I'll tell you what has changed. He says, since the 1950s, this country has doubled its population. He says there's too many people, which is why too many people don't have enough shit. There's not enough shit to go around. There's not enough jobs to go around. There's not enough houses to go around. We have doubled our population in the span of 60 fucking years. We've doubled it. Mm
0: -hmm. He says
2: we had a certain amount of shit in the 50s, and we all had plenty of it, except for the minorities, of course. They didn't. Black people weren't allowed to have shit because white people suck. But, you know, now... The, and here, to give it a perspective, like this house that we currently live in, we will be in this house for at least 30 years. That's three decades. There's going to be millions of people in this country born in that three decades. And this house is now permanently off the market for 30 years. So what they're saying is the boomers have so much more than us. And then what every generation gets is the leftovers what's left. So we Correct. have... So the boomers have more than we will ever have unless we inherited it because there was more to go around when they were kids. Now there's less. Every generation that is born and comes along is going to be worse for because there's less shit left to go around. So like honey's generation is fucked. There's nothing left. There's no houses out there. There's no fucking jobs out there. There are no fucking opportunities out there. Because every generation that comes into existence has less shit because that shit's already owned by millions upon millions of people. So every generation has less shit. Not
1: just that, but the two of you are in this house. So that's two people, one house. You know, like two girls, one cop. But when those 30 million people are born, or however many people are born between now and and when you pass away, how many couples, how many more couples are there going to be or how many more people buying houses are there going to be then? So not only is it you know, a matter of your house is off the market for 30 years, but there's a shit ton more people that are going to need a house that can't even get it.
2: M Black and Tennessee Big Dick think it, uh, it overpopulation is a myth. God, they both really need to talk to the Chinese and see if that thing happens if that shit happens. They really need to talk to China. China's
1: actually like they're like I saw something on the news the other day saying that like for
2: the first time, China's
1: population has actually
2: started to drop. that they're allowing uh, more kids now.
4: They're not throwing the females off the bridges?
2: Well, you know. Probably. Letting them stay
4: in foster care until they're bought up by a rich man?
2: Prob, You know, probably, sure. but, you know. Well, I mean, you, you know, do? that's what white
1: do? people in America want. They want to go if, over to third world countries and adopt babies. If that
2: wasn't happening in China, honey, where would the rich white Americans get their fucking sex slaves from? I mean, come on. Be considerate to the uh, the fucking rich white, you know, Americans or the rich white royal family, they got to get their Asian sex lay somewhere. My bad. You see? Every, you know? Just, you're yeah, putting Tennessee, out a lot of sex traffickers out
1: of work, honey. Tennessee big dick, you better start, if you don't already like it, you better start liking a curry. Now, me, myself, I love curry. I love Indian food.
2: No, nah, Tennessee big dick, India is not going to overtake China because overpopulation is a myth. <laughs> Just like COVID and climate change. Oh, yeah. How's that working out
1: now? We had what? Jesus 70 Christ. 78 degrees on like any, Wednesday
2: and like 50 on Tuesday or Thursday? Any Republican fucked hard that still thinks that climate change is a hoax is a fucking idiot. How can you not see that shit's going down, man? I for the last Two, three years, shit has been going down. I can uh-huh. notice this shit. I'm like, this shit is not fucking normal. When there's blizzard warnings in California, motherfucker well, shit is not normal. I was right watching
1: now. the news and they were talking about this was when we were getting the warm snap. And they were talking about like the top 10 warmest winters in Chicago. And like, they didn't even mention it in their little newscast, but I'm looking at it and I'm going, like, the last six of those have been, like, in the last 20 years. So I couldn't believe that it was actually, okay. I couldn't believe that there was actually, you know, that many, and nobody's even bringing it up. What do you think? You I, ain't been I alive long enough.
4: It's, I don't know about the news. I don't watch the news no more. If somebody Somebody got shot. Somebody died. Somebody got murdered.
1: Somebody what?
4: Somebody died. They did what? (laughs) Fuck you.
1: They died.
4: (laughs) I still got my Kentucky accent. You're welcome.
1: You know what, though? After years of... Because I left the South when I was 19. Or I left the North. Sorry, I left the North when I was 19. So, I don't sound like I'm from New York, and I don't sound like I'm from anywhere in the South. I I have completely
2: displaced myself. So, honey, <laughs> are you an adventurous person? Yep. Bullshit. You- I am. <laughs> I am. Whatever. Do you, do you see Raven and I as, like, wild, bad girls? No. See, nobody, none of these young girls do. So, I figured we would, uh, for our audience, uh, oh and Honey's experience. Where are you going with this shit? We would tell her what a sex club is and how much fun you have at sex clubs. So we're going to tell you a story. Wait, about a wait. Sex club. First, we need to make sure she's never been. Have you ever been to a big sex club? No, it's a club where you have okay. a lot of sex. Okay. Wait, outside? Huh? To
4: an outside club. No, this is a club
2: that you go to to have sex.
4: You technically have to go to it. It's in between (coughs) two buildings.
2: You're a member, (coughs) and your membership means you go to a shag pad where y'all fuck. (coughs) It's a private sex club. Then no.
4: Smoke weed every
2: day. I actually just swallowed my coffee wrong. (coughs) Shh. They don't know that. There's not a button for it. Okay, so honey. So I have a Vegas fan club. Because I am a big deal. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you didn't know. I am a big deal. So I have a Vegas chapter fan club. And my the chairman of my fan club uh, throws me a big party every time we go to Vegas. And it's at this place. Well, he did because it's closed down now. But he used to put, throw me a big welcome back to Vegas party because I grew up there. Every time we went to the AVNs at a sex club called the Studios of Las Vegas. <coughs> So uh, we are invited there for the very first time uh, to go to my party in my honor. And we get an invite into the sex club because we're the special guests. So we didn't need a membership. Everyone else in there is a member of that sex club. So what it is, is this huge mansion, this massive mansion, right? And we walk in and at the front is a reception desk. And they check your membership status to see if you can gain entry. So we go there, and there's a woman at the front. And she, I think her name was Joyce. She's the owner of the sex club. So we're there for the first time, so she starts showing us around. So she takes us down this hallway. And she takes us to this long hallway where all these rooms are off on the sides. And they're all themed. They all have cool themes in them. And there's a chain that goes over the doorway of each room. So we ask her, these are shag rooms. So we ask her, we're like, what's up with the chain? So she tells us that if the chain is up, that means that there's people inside having sex, but they want the door open because they want people to watch them. If the chain is down, the room is available. If the door is closed, the room is occupied, and they want privacy. So there's rules for this sex club. So if you see a chain, that means there's people in there fucking right in the open, and you can just stand in the hallway in. and watch. The door's open and there's people in there and you can join. Oh, yeah. If the door's open, there's people just sitting in there. That means they're wanting other people to join them. So you can just go in. So then we go and then they have their own bar in there. They have this outside area. With a fire pit and everything. And then they have this basement area. So they take us down the basement. And they have a massive dungeon in there. They have a bunch of theme rooms in there. And they have a dungeon in there. And they have a stripper room in there. It's just a bunch of cool shit, right? So, when we went there once, Raven, we were there, we went there every year. And uh, last few times we went there... We got there, and Raven, within the first 10 minutes, was gone.
1: Why are you fucking calling me out as the whore in your story when you're the biggest whore on earth? We'll
2: tell her the other shit we did in the sex club.
4: A long, long time ago.
2: So Raven disappears as soon as we get there. And I don't know where she's gone, but we're walking around the place, and sure enough, I go around the corner, and Raven's fucking getting her dick sucked. So then I decide, you know, I'm not going to let Raven have all the fun. So me and Raven, there's there's lots of people in this place just wandering around, looking for sex, looking for partners. So there's, in this big mansion, there's like 100 people, right? So me and Raven decide we're going to fool around in one of these big rooms, big open rooms with a big bed in it. So we crawl into bed, and me and Raven start fooling around. Well, some looky-loos start coming. couple. And they start watching us mess around. Then two turns into four. Four turns into eight. Eight turns into 16. I swear to God, that whole room was packed. There had to be 40 fucking guys in there watching us do the deed on the bed. So then I'm sucking on her tit and she's wearing a fucking nipple ring. And it's one of those little hoopy nipple rings. I have my tongue stud and I wear extra large tongue studs. So I'm sucking on her tit and my fucking tongue stud gets caught and we get fused together and then my tongue is attached to her tit and all these guys are really into it and I'm trying to have to tell her I'm like I'm stuck I can't move off your tit and we're trying not to let guys know because it's embarrassing we're trying to be sexy so then later on I decide I'm going to walk around and explore and I find this big room and it has this big circle with couches And there's a bunch of guys jerking off on the couches. And over on the other side of the wall, what they're jerking off to is a big screen TV with porn on it. And in the middle of the room is a stripper pole. I want to go. So I'm like, you know what? I'll give these guys something better to look at. So I decide to see if I can get their attention off the porno. So I go up to the stripper pole and I start doing my thing. And I give them a nice pole dance. And I slide down the pole to where I'm squatting. Next thing I know, one of the guys get up from the, the couch, walk right over to me, and comes right in my fucking face while I'm squatting down the pole with my back up against the pole. Well, that was a shock, but then another guy did the same, and another guy, and another guy, and I look over, and literally eight guys have come on my face at this point, and I, my face is literally covered, which is. I look over, and Raven's sitting on the couch, just watching this go down,
1: my fucking cum just. Grew- I was watching the shit go <clears throat> down because you dumped the fucking 90-year-old crossdresser and the 75-year-old man on my lap. Uh,
2: I, I, I don't wanna fuck that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was back when you didn't have qualms about fucking me over. <laughs> wow,
2: wow.
1: <laughs>
2: wow. Really? <clears throat> what? Yeah, that was like the only time I've ever done um I'm bukake. pretty sure that
4: was like six years ago. What? That sex story that you just said.
2: Are you saying we're not wild now? No. What saying? No. How would you know? When was the last time you went on a work trip? When was the last time you worked? Oh.
4: Last night. No, wait, the
2: night before.
1: About to say you didn't do shit at my house. Don't try to get me in trouble.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, what was the last wild fucking thing you did? Key West. Key West when?
4: Not last October, the October
2: before. How many fucking times have we been to Florida? 100 million times. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we've been all over this fucking country. And then there was that time I had to go to Jersey. Oh god, that was horrible. Oh. So
1: bad. Oh, Jersey. you didn't. <laughs> I was I was talking about that cuz David, the guy in chat, was trying to get us to go down to um, Miami for Exotica. And I was like, "Kimmer didn't have a very good uh, experience at Exotica.
2: No, I didn't. It was uh, the only time in my career that uh, something happened to me that hurt my feelings. Usually I'm pretty bulletproof. And that actually got to me and bothered me. And it took me a while to get over that. That was upsetting. Uh, For all of our listeners, I went to Exotica. I was sponsored by Cliffs for Sale. They paid for my trip there. They paid for me to be there. I was supposed to make an appearance signing autographs at Exotica. So I was there to work, got there. And every day I would be at Exotica. There was only two trannies at the entire New Jersey Exotica me and uh, God, what's her face? Venus. Venus. Venus Lux. We were the only two there. So I was there, and a bunch of fucking Jersey guys all day long would be walking by my booth and would dare their friends to take photos with me. We dare you go over and take a picture with a tranny. And I was used as a dare all day by a bunch of fucking Jersey boys. Been there. And, uh, you know, like, I I double dare you go fucking take a picture with a tranny. And I can easily hear them. They're, They're not even being shy about it. But it was very dehumanizing. That I I was considered something that would you know that they would be dared to take a photo with, and it it bothered me a little bit that you know Exotica is not very trans friendly. It never has been. It's never been a big place. We've been to lots of events like that. I mean the fucking X Biz, the AVNs, yeah, <laughs> AVNs too. Yeah, there's very few. Very few event shows that are trans friendly. The uh, TEAs are obviously trans friendly. It's a fucking trans show. But the Fetish Con has been the most welcoming.
1: Yeah, Fetish Con it's was been the most fun.
2: Yeah, they they didn't treat us differently in any way.
1: Not to mention, because Clearwater isn't Los Angeles, we can actually Airbnb a humongous house in Clearwater as opposed to a hotel room.
2: Ah. Uh, What? We're, he says, "Where was security? Sicardi, Sicardi. Like I'm gonna, what, what am I gonna do? A hey, security? These guys are daring them uh, each other to take photos with me." Yeah.
4: Walk away. <laughs> Turn around and walk away.
2: It just makes me walk away. Good. Where she was at a booth. Yeah, I can't walk. I can't leave that booth. I'm there Step signing autographs
4: over the booth, and, and walk away.
2: I don't know why I was there signing fucking autographs because they know my fans were there. Fucking Exotica is not a fucking trans Then once again,
4: step over the
1: booth
0: and walk away.
2: David, the guy in chat? Yeah. He knows Ron Jeremy. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Poor Ron. Poor Ron. I mean, uh, yeah, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison for sexual assault.
4: In do the loony I, bin, not
1: prison. But
2: do I do I think he's deserving of it? No, because he's has dementia. He doesn't no, know where I he ag- is. I time. agree. Uh, Ron is. I personally witnessed Ron, grope girls thinking that they were his co star during a scene, and he was back in the seventies. I saw it happen. He didn't even know where he was. Half the time, he was asleep or didn't know who or where he was. And I had to find his fucking jitterbug phone for him all the fucking time. <laughs> he's just an old man with dementia who who is being used because he's recognizable. So they use him and they prop him up in front of fans, even though he is not in the mental state to be in front of anybody. And then all of a sudden he's accused of all these things. But I actually saw him grow up with a few women. But although what he did bothered me when I saw it, at the same time, he didn't know where the fuck he was when he did it.
4: Karma's yeah. a bitch.
2: <laughs> he, I was literally signing uh, with him because I was co-hosting an event with him. And we were signing together at a booth. He was right beside me, and I would constantly have to wake him up if a fan wanted to come over and take a photo with him. But in the middle of the fa- day, I kid you not, Ron Jeremy just gets up and starts wandering around the event. And, you know, we're, we're the talent. You don't wander around, you know, because you'll get swamped by fans. You, you stay at the booth. So I go over to Ron cuz I'm his caretaker this time. I'm like, "Ron, what are you doing? We need to get you back at the booth signing." And he's like, "I'm just trying to find my way to set. I'm late."
0: <laughs>
2: he didn't know where the fuck he was. So I had to lead him back to the fucking booth and get him back there where he could sign again cuz he was just wandering off cuz he didn't know where he was. So, yeah, I a lot. Was fallen <laughs> yeah. And
0: I can't get up. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh, he's a piece of shit. He's a rapist and everything. But the people he did grope, and he d- he didn't really rape people. He groped them, and he did a lot. But he literally thought he was on a porn set. He was out of his fucking mind. Bad dementia. He is not somebody that belongs in prison. He needs, some, he needs constant care. He needs a home provider care. He's he needs in a loony bin, care. not a prison. <clears throat> he has dementia. He doesn't even know where he is half the time.
4: I do not feel sorry for this guy. I don't have yeah. any input for this yeah. story
1: cuz I've do
2: never met feel the sorry guy. I don't this guy. At Honey, all. He
4: deserves everything you, he got.
2: Why do you say that?
4: Because he's a mean man.
2: What do you know about it?
4: I know about the groping stories.
2: What do you know? Oh, 25 year old.
4: Nobody likes him.
2: Nobody likes him? No. You don't Did you even fucking know who he was before you heard about the stories? Yes. Who was he?
4: He was a great porn director. He kind of no, changed. No, he porn. wasn't.
2: No, he wasn't. He wasn't a porn director at all.
4: He's known for porn.
2: See, you don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> you're like, I'm 25. I know everything. He's a piece of shit. Who is he? I, he's a porn director. No, he's not. I know enough. Oh, isn't that the story of all Obviously 25 year
1: Obviously not, because if you did know enough, you'd have an apartment, you'd have a car, you'd have oh, money in the bank. Mama
2: Raven's coming at you now. 25-year-olds, that's the story of their life. I know enough. And then they always find out that they don't. <laughs> and, and all us old folks are like, okay, you know enough, okay. Ron Jeremy was a porn actor in the 70s. He started doing mainstream movies and uh, projects... He was in Detroit Rock City. He was in a bunch of fucking movies. He even appears in Ghostbusters in the crowd.
1: I think it was you that told me that.
2: Uh, But he got (laughs) really old and he started losing his fucking mind. And he just became an old ex-porn star that had bad dementia and narcolepsy. What happened is he was in bad shape. He was always a fat fuck. And he had a severe stroke And they brought him back from the stroke, but he was not the same. And after his massive stroke, he just was partially brain dead, and he just wasn't the same after that. He wasn't the same person. So, you know, like Gary Busey, everyone talks about how crazy he is. Jesus Christ. But he was in a horrible car wreck, and he suffered brain damage. And his whole family will tell you, That's a completely different human being. Before the wreck, he was a different person. He suffered brain damage. Now he's a completely different person. So, you know.
1: That's just crazy too. Because I remember reading a story about a guy who got like a spike through his head back in the 1800s. And the guy lived. They pulled it out and he lived. But they said it was like he, he literally was a completely different person.
2: Yeah, and David says he was a sweet man. He was one of the best actors uh, in, in the business. Uh, well, I, I, Ron was sweet. He was a sweet old man, but he wasn't him anymore. People get sick. He had a bad stroke. He came back from it, and he wasn't the same human being anymore, and he wasn't Ron anymore. So he was just an old man who was a victim of being in bad shape and having a stroke but the things he did in the last part of his life he he wasn't he basically Ron Jeremy the Ron Jeremy we all knew kind of died in the 90s when he had his stroke and then when he came back from it he was in bad shape and people just wanted to use him cuz he was a name
1: honey sitting in are going the 90s what are the 90s when were you born like 98 97
4: jesus christ
1: my kids were born in 97. <clears throat> yeah,
2: everyone wanted to make a buck off of Ron Jeremy, even if they all fucking knew he wasn't in his right mind. They were still using him just because he was a name. So they would prop this old man up in situations, and they all knew he, he didn't know where he was and would grope women because he thought he was on porn set, so you shouldn't put him at events. But these people were fucking putting Ron Jeremy at events because they were using him to bring in people and using him to make money. They didn't give a shit whether he was a sick old man that needed help. They just put him in a bunch a room full of a bunch of women that oh want to sit God. on his lap. Well so if he's a sweet
4: man, why is he going to jail?
2: Because he's not that sweet man anymore. He's not there anymore. He's gone. He's not the same person. He's out of his mind. You know what's as old as honey? What? Titanic
1: and Harry Potter <laughs> are I'm, both the same
2: age as honey. I, I have never watched <laughs> a Harry Potter movie or read a Harry Potter book. Nor do I have any. Interest. I have
1: kids her age, so I have seen Harry Potter movies.
2: I yeah, I don't want to see uh, uh, millennial have- millennial Lord of the Rings. I don't want to see that. What? It,
4: it doesn't even follow the same storyline.
2: You you understand that J.K. Rowling is nothing but a fucking Twilight author, right? That that is copying the work of J.R. Tolkien, obviously. Oh, and in her Princess,
1: Princess die has been dead as long as Honey's been alive.
4: We get it. I am young and only need one <laughs> layer of makeup to put but on my face. she knows
2: enough, God damn it. She knows enough. She knows enough. She's been on this earth for 25 long years, and she knows enough. She knows it. She's got it all figured out. It we're we're fucking morons because it took us close to fifty years to figure shit out. She's got this shit down at twenty-five. She's already got it figured out. <laughs> She's got her shit together. I need to go to her for advice.
1: Oh my God. Both they the still eyes. they still had Sony Walkman's when she was alive. So you're at least that old.
2: She never used no damn Walkman.
4: It's is Sony a phone? <laughs> Sony a phone. Is that a phone.
1: Oh, I was picking on her a little little bit ago because of her accent. Is my Sony name, a phone? My name is Honey, and I'm from southern Kentucky. Almost
2: Tennessee. Ah, Lisa's in the room. Hey, Lisa. Alright, so Raven, <laughs> this is this is not something that really uh you know our You're little mean. Our little 25 year old can really comment on this half
4: subject. of this stuff ain't stuff I can comment on
2: well that's true but you got you know enough how am I mean making me fun
4: of my accent
2: you know enough though well though you, you
1: know comment. everyone's
4: making fun of my accent
1: you know I could be mean and show you my accent right
2: <laughs> so, so, you, so you know you know enough but you don't know half the shit and you can't speak on half the shit we're talking about Let's see how that is. Okay. All right. So I was on one topic. Raven, I'm going to list some things. From 1977. That I miss.
1: 1977.
2: I was already two. Thank you. I'm going to list some <laughs> things I don't miss about being a man. And then I'm going to list some things I do miss about being a man. And I want your opinion on my selections. See if you can add to them. <clears throat> Things I don't miss about being a man. Ties. Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking hated
0: ties. It
1: may, it, it's a it's a piece, it, it's apparel that other than purely visual has no other fucking use.
2: Except make you fucking miserable all yes. goddamn day. <laughs> fucking, so bras. I do not miss ties. At, I, I prefer bras. I prefer to be squeezed around here than choked. Yes. All fucking day. Now, another thing I don't miss, shaving. Every fucking day, waking up and having to shave for work. Shaving. I mean,
1: I I don't know, though, because would you rather take 10 minutes to shave your face or spend 45 minutes putting on makeup?
2: That's true. (laughs)
1: we'll get to that
2: another thing i I don't miss about being a man body odor
1: oh my god (laughs) i you know because i told you i was out of town working this week well i was working with two younger guys they were probably in their mid to late 20s and oh my god every time one
2: of them passed by me i'm like jesus christ Uh, All I smelled was BO. If you guys didn't know, hormones change a lot about your body chemistry, and you no longer smell like a man. (laughs) You don't smell like like a man. I don't know if you have noticed this,
1: but I don't know if it's just because we were men or if, well, no, you wouldn't notice because you can't smell (laughs) No, she can It taste. seems to me like now that I've transitioned and I've been on hormones for years, that smell is more easily perceived than it was when I was with a guy. I don't know if I just didn't smell it because I was used to my own stink or what, but I it, smell it a lot more. How do you get now. used to
4: your own stink?
1: It, <laughs> when you're a man, you just get a. Custom to anything stinky. Come on, uh,
2: you know, first of all, you always get used oh. to your own stink. Like if you take a big shit in the toilet and it's horrible, you're immune to your own. But if somebody else does it, you'll fucking vomit. If you fart, you're. I was just to your about to spell.
1: say that's why if you fart, you can sit there and go,
2: "I didn't do that. But if somebody else farts, you're no, like, "Oh no, my god!" No,
4: if I fart, y'all are dead.
2: Okay. Wh- another thing I don't miss about me and a man: sweating. Yes, I still sweat. <laughs> But not the amount. Oh, my God. Would I fucking sweat as a man? It would fuck... It was gross. The amount that I sweat as a man as opposed to how I sweat now. How about you, Raven?
1: Oh, I don't sweat nearly as much as I used to.
2: God, men are so fucking sweaty.
1: I mean, I used to go like work on shit outside for my ex, and my shirt and pants would literally be soaking wet when I was done.
2: I know. You... Fucking men can fucking sweat, man. But okay, here's something I'm going to explain why I I don't miss this about being a man and why this was an issue for me. Handshakes. Now, as a woman, you don't need to shake someone's hand to greet them. It is not expected of a woman. I mean, if you do, you present your hand in a limp way and place your fingers into their hand, and they gently I know where you're going with this. But for a man, honey, I'm going to teach you what it's like to be a man. Handshakes are a big deal for men. When you shake another man's hand, it's got to be firm, but not too firm like you're trying to prove something, like you're trying to squeeze his hand and prove that you're a bigger man, but it's got to be firm that he doesn't think you're a faggot and men have this it's kind of like the unwritten rule of urinals and shit like if there's a bunch of urinals open and the fucking guy takes the urinal right next to you you don't fucking do that that's against the man code so handshakes there's a certain man code about it where it's got to be firm to show you're a real man but it can't be overly firm where it looks like you're compensating for having a little dick so you don't want to be a fag you know, but you don't want to be a little dick loser. I'm glad so you gotta you, be squeeed, but not I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Isn't it true? Men though? men that are so fucking paranoid about trannies in the bathroom and there is actually such thing with men, honey, bathroom etiquette. If there are five urinals and the guy is standing on <laughs> the one that's second to the left, you need to be at least one urinal, ur, uh, urinal away from him.
2: Anything closer is gay. The only way you can stand next to another man and urinate is if the place is packed and you really got to go because that's gay as fuck.
4: Men are stupid.
2: Oh, yeah, I get you. You wonder
4: why they want butt sex all the time.
2: Now, here's something that Raven can (laughs) back me up on. Another thing I don't miss being a man going to gyms and going to the men's locker room.
1: Oh, they always <laughs> smell like like every guy you smell.
2: And I don't care where in the country you are, the first thing you see in a men's locker room is you'll walk in, honey, and there will be a 70-year-old man wearing a towel that does not cover his dangly dick, and he'll have one leg way up on a bench, and he'll be, like, powdering his junk. Oh, no, right, no. you walk the fuck in, and you get to see his geriatric hanging balls. I was...
1: I was talking about the wall that you walk through whenever you walk into a men's locker room. I, it always smells bad.
2: Now, uh, here's, here's another one. Because men, men will piss everywhere. Yeah, we're, we're about me. to oh get there. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, <another laughs> thing sorry, I, what? I don't Another thing I don't miss about m- being a man, and that brings, you bring me to the point, is men's rooms. Now, you'll hear a lot of people say, oh, women's are just as bad. Fuck, no, they are not. You go to men, any men's room. Men's rooms men look like pissed. when
1: men men piss, like they have absolutely no control over their penises, and it's like a, it's like a balloon when you let the air out. They're just pissing everywhere, so all over the walls, toilet men's, seats. Men
2: are so bad that they put in urinal cakes where you have something to aim for because they think it will prevent you from pissing everywhere. But guys don't give a shit about where they piss. And you know, when you're drunk, you lose control of it. It's like a fire hose. You know, you lose your grip. That shit will get away from you. Every fucking, <laughs> You're laughing because every guy, every fucking guy ever has had his dick get away from him when he's peeing before. When How you many, lose your grip and it, okay.
1: goes off, it goes rogue. How many times have you, when you were a man, got up in the middle of the night, you know, and you're wearing your PJ bottoms and you're taking a piss and you get done and you start walking back to the bedroom and all of a sudden your your groin area feels wet and it's because the fucking strings off the end of your fucking pajamas, you know, the, the tie strings stuck out too far it was dark and you pissed all over the tie strings.
2: All right. Now now the the next thing I'm gonna say that I don't miss about being a man it's going to sound like I'm being a narcissist or I'm bragging, but I'm really not. And I'm going to explain myself why this is something I do not miss. And that is my bigger dick. I do not in any way miss my dick the way it used to be. My dick was too big. And there there comes a point where if your dick's a certain size, it becomes an inconvenience. And it just... like I'm serious. If I don't I was, know. If I was sit on the toilet, my dick would fall into the water. <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, I it's more manageable. It's a more manageable size now. People seem to like it, where I think that maybe it was a little too big before. No. <laughs> it was very big around.
0: <gasps> I just okay. realized
2: something. What?
1: I don't know why this just popped in my head, but I own a penis pump now. Okay. okay. There- well, want, I want you to use it.
2: No, I've used them and they hurt.
4: It kind of looks like she's already used them before.
2: Okay, do you want to add anything before I go to the uh, things I do miss? Do you want to add anything to things you don't miss about being a man?
1: Oh, you kind of put me on the spot here. Um, Cheap shit. I don't know. I mean, there's tons of shit that I'm just glad I don't have to do, but
2: I don't know. Okay, these are things I completely miss about being a man that I wish I could still do that I, I Oh Oh, let me miss. go
1: first. Getting ready for
2: work. That is on my list. <laughs> but the first thing I really, really miss is urinals. Why? Because I don't get them anymore. I have to sit down on a toilet every single time I go to the bathroom now because I use the women's room. It's been a, a very long time since I've used a urinal. And I miss those things because they were so fuck. You get in, you get out. You fucking walk in. They're like three feet in the door. You fucking walk in, whip out your dick, you piss, you wash your hands, you get the fuck out. You're done. You don't have to go back there. You don't have to open up a fucking booth, close the fucking booth, lock it, fucking sit down on it, get all situated, fucking piss. No, you can just fucking use a urinal. And I miss that shit. It was so convenient, quick. But Men according to Republicans,
1: out. they want us still to use the urinal. <clears throat>
2: Porcelain is fucking cold. Thank you, Lisa. It's very cold. <laughs> okay, here's another thing. I hover. Get a seat warmer. I hover. E- here's another thing I truly miss about being a man. Eating whatever I want and playing it off that is part of me bulking up. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Anytime your wife would nag you, no, I'm bulking up. I didn't Get even think of that. Why are you eating four hot dogs? <laughs> bulking up. It's my bulking phase. (laughs) As long as you lift a weight every now and then and you have decent sized arms, you can get away with eating anything. Yes. You just say it's because you're bulking up. Okay, this is something that you probably won't understand, Raven, but I'm going to explain what I miss about this and what it's all about. Presence. When I was a man, if you think I'm an intimidating human being now, Oh, presence! I thought you yeah. meant like gifts, no presence of uh, someone's <laughs> presence in the room. If you think I'm an intimidating human being now, oh my God, I was so intimidating, and so it's like everyone was uh I miss the power of my presence because I'm not I mean, I'm still kind of threatening people are still intimidated, but it's nowhere on the same scale that you know. I, I never had any problems. I was just a big, massive, scary, evil-looking man, with an attitude to match. Okay, this this goes with you, Raven. Things I miss. No get ready time to be acceptable. You don't. It's acceptable for you to have no time at all. Get ready. Just throw a brush through your fucking hair. Brush your teeth. You're good to go. Throw on a shirt, pants. shoes. Oh, or out the I
1: door. I used to tell because. I work with a lot of coworkers who knew me before. And I tell them all the time, I didn't fucking transition because it was easier. You know, back in the day, it was, you know, you're getting ready for work. You just, you jump up, you jump in the shower, you run. And men don't. Now I have shampoo. Shampoo. I have conditioner, yeah, have I have hair mask, I have body, you know, soap. 18
2: products for hair.
1: Back medicine. then, or, you know, back then, <clears throat> men, it was just ax. Axe no, fucking everything.
2: And, and your shampoo and conditioner was all in one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You axed
1: everything, and then you just got out of the shower, and let, let's be honest, men only about halfway dry off. Halfway dry off,
2: throw on some clothes, and you're out the door. There's nothing like being in a hurry and carrying those damp balls out with you.
4: <laughs> this is why I like trans women better of both worlds. They're clean. They got big old dicks and big old tits. Well, they don't. And all I don't have, have to worry about so much disease. They don't,
2: they don't all have big tits and dick.
4: Not all of them, but still most of them. The ones I fuck,
2: you fuck or Raven. get fucked by. Now, her is? tits are bigger than mine. That's for sure.
4: I know they even have big old tits or big old dicks. Oh, some of them, either or. Some of them. I have both. Oh, okay. It's always a surprise. I love it. Just don't you, know what's going to flop out.
2: Here's the thing that I miss about being a man, not having a nighttime ritual. <laughs>
1: Honestly,
0: I, like, I never
2: uh, even thought about that, but yeah, I yes. would just go the fuck to bed. I would brush yep. my teeth and go to bed. <laughs> yep. Shower, brush my teeth, go the fuck to bed. No, no, now it's a whole fucking thing. Now, mm-hmm. so you fucking go into the bathroom and start your goddamn ritual with all your fucking skincare ritual that you got to put on before you go to bed because you're going to fucking look like a saddlebag in the morning if you don't. So you have a ritual,
0: don't a nighttime have ritual.
2: Don't yeah, have that's because you're 25, bitch. 20 years, 20 years, you'll have your ritual, or a job, <laughs> and maybe in 20 years, maybe. <laughs> Here, here's another thing that I miss. And Raven, I think you'll miss this as well, and you'll understand what I mean about something you have and you no longer have, and you kind of miss it, superhuman strength. What do you mean,
1: I kind of had it?
2: Well- you understand what it's like to be Compared to the average human, yeah.
1: I was very physically for strong. strong.
2: For your size, yes. But what I'm trying to say... Fuck you for my size! What I'm trying to say is you understand it because you understand what it's like to miss it because you used to be really, oh, really strong. Oh, I do miss it.
1: I miss it incredibly so now. So you're missing the
2: point here, saying <laughs> these are things you miss about being a man. So you, I said you can relate because you used to be incredibly strong and now you're... Now Not. I get
1: stalked all the time. Yeah,
2: and now you're afraid of men when you used to be a strong guy. And my, I'm still very strong because I'm a very big person, but my strength... See,
1: and I tried to explain that shit to you like when we were in Florida. and You're like, I just sucked that guy's dick out in the alley. And I was like, yeah, that guy came to me, but I wasn't going out in the alley. And you're like,
2: pussy. Well, I, I'm very much like you because hormones have done the same to me. But our our starting point was different. So my strength has decreased just as much. So I still feel the same. Like I miss being... I used to turn cars over. I used to flip cars. I used to literally flip cars. Why? Show I could as a party trick. I was inhumanly strong. I was incredibly strong. So somebody
4: would just bring a car over to you and say flip it?
2: No, it'd be like either a, a Honda or like a Volkswagen. And you'd show that you could roll it they were just cars to roll yeah
4: like at competitions
2: well it, good old boys you you do it in the fucking field and impress everybody <laughs> cuz you can uh, once i almost did it by accident we were we were driving my wife's van and we parked her minivan on this hill and there was like a drop off and the door broke So I was trying to open it and I guess I was putting too much strength into it because the whole fucking van started rocking and she's like, stop, whatever the fuck you're doing, you're going to knock it over the cliff. But I was so large and so strong that what I am now is just, I feel so weak and powerless because I do miss having that strength.
1: See, I wasn't, you were like the sheer strength person. I was, I was strong But and and you've seen this firsthand. Can you imagine how dexterous I was as a man when I was in peak physical condition? Because you saw how I was just doing the naked twister.
2: I want to imagine that that turned up to eleven. You're very acrobatic and athletic. So, did you hear about the Republicans petitioning to make the AR-15 America's gun? So their answer to mass shootings. That are mostly AR15s. their actual answer to this. and George Santos is leading this, by the way. Good old George Santos. Of course he is. to make, to federally make petition to make the AR15 America's gun. America's national gun.: I
1: mean, I think it is already America's gun if it's the standard issue for all military personnel. They don't want gun control, but they want
2: AR-15 to be named America's Nigel go kill, kill, put up them Confederate flags again. Cue, cue, cue. Is that how I sound to you? What are you, did you get back in the holler? At you, what? <laughs> no, you're not that bad. But we have you—you you actually people in this town that sound just like that.
1: There, there is Kentucky accents that sound redneck. And then there's Kentucky accents that sound country. You sound country.
2: It's called city country, actually. Okay, Tennessee Big Dick brings up another thing that I do not miss about being a man. That everything has to be for pussies. (laughs) Because he says, (laughs) (laughs) AR-15 for pussies.
1: You know what? Is that an IPA? That's for pussies. That makes me think of something. What? That's something that I don't miss. Something that women don't do that men do. What? Call- I dare you to go do that or you're a pussy.
2: Yeah, th- that's because you can't be a pussy. And, and if and anything that's not your cup of tea is for pussies. What? You're driving a foreign car? Foreign cars are for pussies.
4: Clearly, you haven't what? met a mean girl. What was that? Painted your days. house
1: blue blues for pussies. What was that commercial? New
4: York City... Is that a 1997 Oh, Jesus! Right,
2: we going my so, age here. I was, I was on YouTube.
1: Oh, before you leave guns, yeah. I have an announcement. I haven't told oh, you about. W- what's your announcement?
2: Do you have another? Did you get another gun? Yes, something? I did. Uh,
1: Guess what I'm gonna have? You have? Too much free money. What? I'm gonna have matching stainless 1911s now. I want okay. a Tommy gun.
2: So bad. No, you don't.
4: I want a Tommy gun. No, you don't. Not to shoot, just to have no, as a decoration. No, you don't. Why?
2: Because they weigh 50 pounds. I want one. They are incredibly heavy. No, and you, you, said you, the, you said gonna, the
1: same thing about my 1911. Do you
2: want the one with the drum magazine? The big drum on the front? Yeah. They're about 50 pounds. The ones that the loved.
4: mob bosses use. Yeah,
2: they're about 50 pounds. All that fucking Hollywood where they're just letting it go, and that's fucking bullshit. It's a World War II firearm, and when that... A drum is filled with 45 ACP. That thing weighs about 50 fucking pounds. It's an insanely heavy You know, once I weapons. went in the military. You the fucking thing up.
1: Once I went in the military, I said the same thing watching fucking Rambo movies.
2: The M60. There ain't
1: no way on fucking earth somebody's holding an M60 with one hand yeah. and just fucking letting it go.
2: No way. Or, or, you know what I love? The, the movie cliche that just fucking pisses me off every time I see it. Somebody shooting a goddamn shotgun with one arm. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind. It better be birdshot. Because yeah. if there's a fucking slug or buck, especially double op buck, you, you shoot that shit with one arm, you will have a broken wrist immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is, your wrist is gone.
4: Your dog took over this chair.
2: Oh. Yeah, I, I love when you see these people outstretch. And they do it outstretch. They'll outstretch their arm and shoot a shotgun. Oh, yeah. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, so so all of that inertia is going <laughs> to go straight into your elbow and then your shoulder.
2: But I have to admit that I love all those videos of the chicks shooting double up buck and it flies up and just busts them right in the fucking face. <laughs> always makes me laugh. Nothing funnier than seeing a hot chick get smashed in the fucking You're face with you mean.
1: You are so mean. Don't
4: be looking at me. I'm not that hot.
2: Getting smashed in the face with a barrel for pussies.
1: <laughs> if you can't hold this, you're a pussy. I've
4: only shot a gun one time.
1: I well, you may not have because you never acted like your dad was much of a hunter. But my dad was a very avid hunter.
2: Uh, n- so
1: it like five years old. If you couldn't shoot a three o eight, you you were just a little fairy.
2: My father is the one that made me swear not to kill anything. Because She shot the little bunny
4: bugs. rabbits for no reason.
2: See? She knows the whole story. <laughs> she knows the whole story. I'm not allowed to kill anything or take life, even bugs, because my father. So, yes, my father was very against hunting because he served in World War II and he killed a lot of people and it yeah. affected him. And at, from that point, he became a pacifist, which was hilarious to me because my father was a contract killer. So... <laughs> Obviously, after his prison term of being a contract killer and a hitman, he's like, you know what? I'm going to be a good guy now. Killing people and animals bad. Even though, you know, he (laughs) went to sing sing for fucking killing a woman. Wife of a mob boss. He was in protective custody and he was going to run his mouth. So my dad was sent to send a message that if you're going to do this shit, your family ain't safe to take out his wife. So my dad killed the guy's innocent wife to send him a message saying, if you talk, your kids are next because we can, we may not be able to get to you, but we can get to them. So everyone you care about is going to die. If you run your fucking mouth, that's how the mafia worked. So my father was sent out to silence a witness by killing his wife and letting him know that his kids were next. If he ran his mouth or he immediately forgot what he saw and then he would still have kids. (laughs) that's how it's done so my father was an enforcer he went out and took out people and served some time in sing sing for it
4: what's sing sing
2: it's a prison it's a supermax uh there there's jails jail is where they deposit you for a very short time or while you're waiting to go to an actual prison prison is somewhere that you don't want to be but a supermax prison is where they send the worst to the worst the violent scumbags of the earth, the most you know, dangerous um,
1: prisoners. Uh, Alcatraz. <clears throat> yeah, another supermax. Alcatraz was a supermax.
4: Why did they close that one down?
1: Because somebody escaped.
2: Well, no, it was <laughs> basically because it it fell into disrepair because they couldn't properly maintain Alcatraz because. It took so much effort to get materials out there and to do maintenance because it was so out in the middle of nowhere. It's literally an island in the middle of nowhere. So every contractor or just normal maintenance, you'd have to take a fucking ship out there and fucking work on this island. So it was very hard property to maintain and get people to upkeep unless they lived on premises, which the contractors didn't. So it just fell into disrepair over time, became too expensive to upkeep. And
1: then Sean Connery got away. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I just
0: looked at well, her he skin back.
2: He went back I sh- He took him down went
4: back. I just looked at your skin I just took a look at your skin for being such a hard ass over there Your skin is like milky white What the fuck
2: I don't understand
4: You don't have no scars over there You don't have any your She face never went outside She's she, perfect. Fa- there's no that, acne Nothing It's and just and fucking perfectly clean all, over that's there
2: That's not true My hands are covered in scars Especially my knuckles.
4: Okay, I know I need glasses, but I'm looking right at your hand.
2: Yeah. And, and I got that scar on the bottom of my hand. palm. Raven remembers that one. I got that one right before a porn trip. I uh I was working on one of my crafts and I I was cutting through something and it broke and I was using a carpet knife. And I just completely sliced my palm completely. Wasn't that
1: open. like right before an award show or something? Yeah, it was right before FetishCon. We were I started squirting for- blood
2: everywhere. So I came out and I was pissed. And I told my wife, I'm like, stop this shit. I gotta go back and keep working. So she just squirted some uh she's like, We need to get stitches. I said, Fuck you! I don't have time for no goddamn stitches. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Put some super glue on it. So she taped it up, put some super glue on it. And I went back and finished my goddamn arts and graphs. God damn it. And then I went to a fucking porn event trying to hide during my shoes it's this huge fucking gash running down my hand.
4: Such a hard ass. Right?
2: Yeah. Doing
4: your little arts and crafts back there.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just
4: badass.
2: <laughs> I was I was cutting foam. I don't even remember you're, why I was doing it. You're thinking. a cutter. I cut myself all the time, though. Uh, uh, Exacto knives are not my friend.
1: Well, it's because you're not supposed to go... Towards you, it's away.
2: No, it's it's (laughs) kind of like motorcycle riding. If you're a crafter and you're a very serious crafter, and you use the exacto knives non-fucking stop, and these are scalpels, and you use them for fucking everything, hours and hours every fucking day, eventually you're going to get cut. And it's like riding a motorcycle because I don't fucking care if you've never been in accident, you motherfucker, you're going to be in one eventually. It's law of averages. I don't care how good you ride a motorcycle. Somebody else isn't going to see you and swipe your ass. Oh,
1: these fucking eyelashes! God damn it! Did you wiped your eye. Did you? No, forget? I didn't. Did you forget? No, I didn't wipe that's my. How you going for your eye. No, no. I use my nails. If if the corner of my eye is itching, I can press it with my nail without fucking my makeup up. That's another thing I miss. Not being a being dude. able
2: to rub your eyes whenever you yes.
1: want. Yes. Oh my god. It took I don't know how many years I ruined my makeup before I finally realized that when your eye itches, you can't just jam your you, finger you in it. You know what
2: I, I miss? Being able to blow my nose and not having to make a little tissue cone and shove it up my fucking nose because I don't want to ruin my makeup. Oh,
1: okay. I, I because finally if I get I bl- where you go. If I
2: blow my nose, it'll fucking take all the foundation off my fucking nose. So I got to <laughs> make this little cone out of a fucking tissue and shove it up my nose to sop up the goddamn <laughs> snot. Otherwise, it'll mess up my fucking makeup.
4: You know, I always wondered why girls did that.
2: Yeah, that's why. Because they're not wanting to wipe off all their fucking foundation on their nose. So they got to fucking shove something up their nose like a tampon, a nose tampon. (laughs) You got to create a nose tampon. And hope nobody catches you using your nose tampon to soak up the (laughs) snot. Not glamorous. You're an asshole. It's, it's true. It's not glamorous, but it's true. So I was on YouTube, Raven. I was I clicked on that button, which I never click on because I don't give no fucks about it. It's the Explore button. And it shows you all the shit that's currently trending. Like, you know, the popular shit on YouTube. The okay hit shit, you know, that uh, everybody is watching. Because yeah. I don't like clicking on the Explore tab because it depresses me. Because then I think (laughs) this is what everybody's watching. What is wrong with this country? There is no hope for this fucking country. So one of the things that pops up is a new song called How Does It Feel? It's by Chris Brown. How the fuck is this guy so I was just
1: about to say, didn't he get like... He
2: beat the fuck out of Rihanna. He fucked. Yeah, okay. but didn't he get super canceled over that though? Uh, obviously not. He's got. He's still a name for about a year. He did. And the thing is, okay. So let me get this straight. Um, if you are a comedian and you consensually jerk off in front of a woman, never touch her. You're canceled for life, because she decides later on that she didn't like seeing Louis C.K. I already know where you're going. But you can literally beat the living fuck out of a woman, and you still have a career. Yep. Now, here's the problem. Kanye's still fucking making money, not as much money. So here's what I'm going to say. All black people listening, you need to learn something from white people because mostly it's white people that need to learn something from black people in most cases. But in one case, black people need to learn something from white people, and that's how to cancel somebody's ass. (laughs) Because there is nothing that white people do better than canceling people. When you get us in an uproar, we will see your manager, goddammit.
1: Oh my god. Is it bad that when you said that, that, that characteristic hairdo popped in my head too?
2: I mean, black people need to cancel these motherfuckers.
4: It'd be easier if there were as many black people... As there were white people.
2: Okay, M. Black just turned into Chris Crocker overnight.
0: Leave Chris
2: alone! <laughs> he caught Rihanna in the act of blowing Jay-Z. People who were there have been told that story. So? Okay. If your woman cheats on you, you don't get a fucking chance to beat her ass. That's not how it works, bro. Tell the truth. What? What?
1: When Chris Crocker was looking all feminine, would you have pounded his ass? Yeah, totally. Okay, I totally would have too.
2: (laughs) And Black, what the fuck, bro? Just because you're a woman cheats on you doesn't mean you get to whoop her ass. If you beat up a woman because she cheats on you, you're a piece of shit. I don't fucking care whose dick she's blowing. You fucking leave the bitch. You don't beat her up.
4: Wait, Chris caught her in the act?
2: It doesn't fucking matter.
4: Okay, well, why didn't he go for the man? Why'd he go for the woman?
2: Well, it's really the woman's fault.
4: He had, the man had had to have known
2: the woman had that say, Rihanna
4: had a boyfriend.
2: But every man's the same. He's looking for a woman to say yes. She said yes. She should not have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking man is just looking for a woman to say yes. That's all they do. And if a woman is cheating on her man, she said yes. She, Because she could find a thousand guys, because a thousand times a day a woman is asked for sex. All she has to do is say yes. She said yes. But it doesn't mean she gets her ass beat for saying yes. Let Let me smash. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you imagine? Kimber
1: doesn't get that because she doesn't follow things like that.
2: Can you imagine if that was the way it was done, that if your woman cheated on you, you got to just punch her in the fucking face? Well,
1: I mean, day? that's the way it was up until about the 50s or 60s.
2: Uh, first of all, <laughs> uh, all they're saying I would punch the dude. Number one, not always, but if it was Jay-Z, he knew, but not always the guy who could be completely oblivious that she's in a relationship. She's the guilty party. She's the one who's cheating. He's not cheating on you. If you walk into a bedroom and you see your woman and another dude, guess what? That dude isn't cheating on you. That dude isn't fucking betraying you. That dude isn't in a relationship with you. The betrayer, the fucking liar, the fucking cheater is the woman. The guy is not betraying you. He's not cheating on you. He's just trying to get a piece of pussy. So you shouldn't be mad at him. He's just a horny guy trying to get lucky. But the one who's lying to you, who's going behind your back, who's betraying you, who's in a relationship with you, is the one who's cheating. And that is the one you should be mad at. Not the opportunist.
4: Yeah, but what if you see the wedding ring on the woman's finger and you still
2: go for her? That is like And
4: she still says yes, you know you're cheating.
2: Walking to the kitchen. On the way of the kitchen, you drop a piece of food on the way of the kitchen. And by the time you come back, it is gone because your dog has eaten it and you're going to yell at the dog? What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Men are like dogs. They are opportunistic. If they can get laid, they will get laid. They're looking to get laid. Of course, they are going to ask your woman to suck their dick. But she should say no. Or she ain't your woman. But if she says, sure, I will suck your dick, you shouldn't have a problem with the guy because the guy was just trying to get his dick wet. But he didn't cheat on you. He didn't betray you. You, you shouldn't have a fucking problem with that guy because you know what? Most guys would fucking do that in a heartbeat. If they came up to a chicken and it's like, hey, you want to suck my dick? And she's like, yeah, I'll suck your dick. He's like, See, are you married?
1: And this is what I never got because when it's flipped... It seems like the woman always wants to try to beat the other woman's ass. Not her husband. She's always going after the other woman. And so do you think there's like a double standard thing going on Ten- there?
2: Tassie Big Dick says, yeah, but what if the man is also screwing around on his lady? So that's their problem. That's between him and his lady.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: It's not your fucking business. He's sleeping with your wife. You need to deal with your own house. Don't fucking take it out on that guy. You deal with your own fucking house. If he's cheating on his wife, he needs to deal with his fucking house, but he's not part of your fucking house. You didn't sign a fucking marital contract with that motherfucker. Jesus, he's just some you guy. got
1: the F words flying, don't you? He's
2: just some guy trying to get laid. It's not like every guy is not out there trying to do that shit. It's like your woman is the one that's betraying you, man. And, and the thing is, if a man cheats on a woman, I don't approve of the Lorena Bobbitt technique either. <laughs> if somebody cheats on you, be a fucking grown-up and just leave them, you stupid fucks. Why the fuck would you risk jail time, go to fucking prison for assault See, you or got murder? her started. Because if some person that cheated on <laughs> My you... My bad. And now your whole life is over because you're too fucking dumb to act like an adult. You simply say, you walk into the room, she's sucking fucking somebody's dick, and you're like, oh, okay, we're done. The end. The end. You don't beat him (laughs) up. You don't beat her up. Act like a goddamn adult, not like you're 16 years old in the school. So if your wife did that,
4: you would just leave her after 24 years?
2: Yes. No, you wouldn't. I would never fucking come to violence for cheating. That's a dumbass reason. I would never commit violence because somebody cheated on me. Oh, I'm not I wouldn't, that fucking I wouldn't insecure. either.
1: I, I've never been that
2: jealous. That comes from fucking insecurity. That's pathetically insecure. If somebody cheats on me, I'll be like, All right, well, okay. You didn't obviously she didn't want my dick. <laughs> that is it happens. <laughs> Fucking happens. I don't know why everybody thinks that fucking cheating is the end of the fucking world. Everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to do it. And that's why we're in polyamorous relationships because everybody wants to fuck other people. So what they do is they pretend like they don't. And then they end up betraying people and lying to them and hurting them. When instead, you're just completely honest. If Raven says, you know what? I'm thinking about getting a little piece of pussy. I'm like, okay, go get some pussy.
1: But you know what? I feel guilty doing that. I I do too.
2: <laughs> I do too. I do, I don't. You're, yeah, I do too.
1: Because we both know we can. We just both we, feel guilty we about just, doing it. We
2: just choose not to sleep around. I guess we we've, we've gotten old enough. We just choose not to. Unless it's work. Sucks. It sucks. It's work. I mean, I I I, I suck dick all the time, but it's work. I show up. I'm all about the job.
1: I don't know though, honey. Walking around last night in her in her skimpy little robe, though, I was like, eh.
2: "Good, maybe I'll get y'all <laughs> all ready for your scene." Now, uh, are you gonna let me tell you what it's gonna be? No. Without fucking cutting me off after I tell you two fucking sentences of the setup. So. It's going to be where you're going to be in the corner. You're going to be in the corner where the toilet is. You're going to be aiming towards the mirror. You're going to have her in the camera view. She's going to be getting ready, putting on her makeup. I'm going to walk into the doorway. Okay, I'm going to be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And she's gonna, she's gonna be like, "Now I have time to suck your dick, Kimber." Like, I'm going to be like, "What? What? Am I that predictable?" Come on, you got time. She's like, "I'm supposed to be doing a shoot with Raven. I'm already late." She says, come on, a little time, just a little time. No, come on, no, come on, and I'll talk her into it, and then it'll cut to us, you know, having our BJ scene, and then I figured it would cut to your, you, you, you know, you walk in, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing in here? I've been waiting on you on set forever, and then it could lead on you and having your sex in the bedroom. You came into the bedroom to wonder what, where the fuck she had gone, because she's running late. And that's when I'm just kind of like putting my panties back on. And I don't want to get in trouble. So, <laughs> so I'm like, whoop, gotta go. Gotta go now. See ya, honey. Bye. So, what do you think? It'll work. And it can be split in between two shoots or be one shoot. Because it's cohesively, you
0: know.
4: It's the same scene you did with Riley.
2: What are you talking about? What scene?
4: The pool scene. Like at the scene? Teagle thing.
2: The pool scene back of the tea girl you
4: thing. were waddling around in the pool Wiley comes out she sees she sees you in the pool and that you're not working and Wiley's supposed How to be on set with someone else
0: regardless
1: you know this is porn right we're, that mean? we're not trying to win Emmy Awards here
2: and, and the not- guys
1: aren't gonna go wow Raven is pounding the hell out of uh Honey, that looks just like when Riley did
2: XYZ. Number one, swimming (laughs) around a pool doesn't sound a lot very similar. And number two, I got to tell you, honey, it's a little creepy that you know our movies that well. Oh, she does. A little fucking creepy. You know all the plot lines of our fucking films. (laughs) She's like, well, actually, in that movie. I know. In that scene, at, at... Point fifteen minutes and twenty three seconds in. I'm like, what the fuck? How many? You times actually
1: have- move your right finger? Yeah,
2: like to the left. How many fucking times have you watched <laughs> our fucking porn? You got a problem. You just need to chill. <laughs> Nothing to say now. How, how do you fucking know our porns that well? A little fucking BGM porn I, I addict. made That fucking video like six years ago. Six fucking... I have made like 500 videos since then. And you fucking remember everything about that particular video that I made like six years ago? Which I was forced to make, which I kicked and screamed the whole fucking time, and I did not want to do it. Five. Five years ago. Oh, God. (laughs) I I avoided that shoot for seven years. I... I knew Riley before I knew Raven.
1: We both knew Riley before
2: we knew each other. Riley had been trying to get my dick and trying to get me to top her. I had been avoiding it, putting it off. And then eventually, after years and years, she wore me down, and I finally agreed to that scene. And uh, she ran away from me. She couldn't take my dick.
1: Jesus, Raven, this dick is killer. She literally said that. She so, she forgot who was fucking her. Thought she was yelling at her. She meant to say, God damn, Kimber, this dick is killer. Or killer or whatever the hell but, she said.
2: But believe it or not, but believe it or not, regardless of throwing a drink at me or whatever, I really don't have any problems with Riley. I never had any problems. I didn't block her on social media. I never had any foul words with her. I never had any problems issue with her i would talk to her when she would write me um i don't talk to her unless she writes me because i'm that's how i am with everybody i'm always busy but i really had no personal issues with riley other than the fact that i had talked to her about striking her co-stars but you know i she came back she started filming she did that film with you honey i didn't really have an issue with her raven and her had issues And
1: no, what it was is we had issues and we worked through them. But part of the stipulation that I made with Riley was that our friendship meant more than the filming. So we did not, we wanted to stay friends, but we didn't want to film with each other anymore. And she was fine with that. And then she wasn't fine with it after a while. That's yeah. what caused she, most of it. She her.
2: ended up like blocking me and everything. I never had a, a crossword with Riley. I never, it was so I don't know. I, I never had a problem with her, but
4: whatever. I just miss the dick. I miss it so much. I
0: only
1: whatever, your fucking it. standards are so low, you can get dick anywhere. Like a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs>
2: That's true, your standards are pretty fucking low. You're like Mikey with life cereal. You'll fuck anything. It's like it doesn't have to be hot for you to fuck it. It You're so fucking mean. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've seen it in action. I mean, come on now. We've seen it.
0: Uh, We we don't do that
2: yet. (laughs) (laughs) We we have a little higher bar. Just saying. Just saying. Don't worry, don't worry, once you've you've had a thousand different partners, you'll start getting picky because you'll be like, oh fuck you.
1: (laughs) Guys don't seem to understand that either. I'm horny. It's like,
2: good for you. I'm in my pajamas. Well, not just just that,
1: but they they why do men and this is kind of a public service announcement, Uh why do men think that we're, we're rare as fuck. But, yes, all men think we are down to fuck anybody, anywhere, anytime.
2: Yeah, I know. They're looking for honey. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they think trannies are like that. No, guys. Some fucking genetic oh, girls. Oh, shit. You got a minute. They're a lot fucking <laughs> wilder than us. You're an ass. <laughs> You're a slut you bit of a slut, but we still love you, girl. You need to outro us. You're our slide.
1: You need to outro us. Oh, okay. But, I do? Yeah, we were having such a good time. <laughs> we're like within a minute uh, already. People,
2: hopefully we made you laugh a little bit <laughs> and, and you learned a little bit of, about our story and everything. Thank you. <laughs> we love you, honey. So we'll talk to you guys later. purse
1: Bye, guys. Say bye, honey. Bye. No, say
2: bye, honey. Bye, guys. I
0: have some fun on there. It's What oh. going in her ass? You have to burn it afterwards anyway.
1: I'm gonna suck your fucking dick.